0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: I met this girl when I was 10 years old. And what I love most, she has so much soul. She was old school when I was just a shorty, never knew throughout my life that she would be there for me on the regular. Not a church girl. She was secular. No out about the money. No stress was Mike checking her, but I respected her. She hit me in the heart. A few New York niggas had did her in the park. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen, and we are in the house on a Monday night, mm-hmm. a little rough for the wear, but I'm still here, mm-hmm. these hoes can't hold me back, man, you know,
2: Apparently not. tried to
1: hit me in my face playing basketball, but I said, I got a podcast to make, man, this is my money maker, I gotta go, <laughs> I did finish the game, though,
3: I did finish the game,
1: Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's Monday blackout tips time find us on itunes stitcher radio search the blackout tips leave us a five star review We promise to read it on the show regardless of content uh you can also do stuff like uh vote in the polls on our website and leave comments and become a premium member all by going to the black um and a bunch of instructions there how to do all that stuff and mm-hmm. get involved in the show i know you guys want to um you know get involved and Talk to us and let us know how you feel about things. That's what I'm talking about. You guys, make sure you do that. I'll go on to theblackouttips.com. Uh, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport.
2: It's bullet ball.
1: A bullet ball extreme.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And today's podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Tweaked Audio. Makers of fine handcrafted earphones that either go in your ear or they go around your head. However you would like to do it, you can get 33% off. That's right. I'm going to tell you how in a second. 33% off. In addition to that, you get free shipping. Now, think about that. That's crazy. That's half of whatever the cost of the headphones are, or two-thirds of whatever it is, plus it's free shipping. So all you got to do is take care of the tax, if your state charges tax. True. Also, you know what else? I'm going to go ahead and throw in a lifetime guarantee. If your headphones break, I promise you they will replace them for free. And no mm-hmm. cost to you. Lifetime for the rest of your life. Think about that. Some of y'all plan on living 10, 20 more years. Mm-hmm. You can get headphones, one set of headphones for the rest of your life. Just make sure you go to TweetAudio.com and use code TBGWT when you're checking out. That's it. That's the secret, guys. You guys now know as much as I know about how to get yourself some free headphones for the rest of your life. Okay. I break mine every two months. Just send a man. What?
2: I, like I tear mine up to so <clears throat> I
1: actually, my first pair still haven't broken and I actually use mine to play my Xbox. So there you go guys. TweakedAudio.com. Uh, make sure you guys do that code WT! Mm-hmm. All right. We got plenty of stuff to happen today. Uh, happy NBA 2K15 day for everybody that, uh, you getting NBA 2K15 tomorrow. A lot of people play basketball on the, uh, old Xbox there. Uh, I won't, I don't think I'm gonna be getting it. I'm gonna wait till the special edition comes out. They're supposed to have a special edition with the Hawks and the Clippers on the cover. It's the 2KKK15 version, Um Oh lord. Where you can recruit people that got a little African in them. Mm-hmm. Make sure you can, you know, simulate a season where your woman can't come to the game with no black people. It's, it's pretty fun. Wow. I think I'm gonna try to get- in.
2: Oh, well you an own it and you lose your team?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, think I'm gonna try to get in on that. What if they put that in the game?
2: Oh, that'd be hilarious.
1: <laughs> well you can write emails to your, uh, other, to your other, uh, people in the company like, you know, there's a lot of black people at the games. I mean, I'm not racist, but these cheerleaders, you know, they're a little blackish if you know what I mean.
2: You get achievements of being racist.
1: Yeah, kinda dark if you guys know what I'm saying, uh.
2: Xbox Mother. achievement: Your uh, crowd is more yeah. than fifty percent black. Right, you,
1: you got the KKK achievement. You ah! managed to keep the black people from coming to the game.
2: You got the racist owner achievement. Ten points. Yeah, Will my
1: team um uh, actually boycott the game if I'm right. Too racist.
4: No, nah, doesn't.
1: You, you know what I mean? Like, should I should I do that? I don't know. Um. <clears throat> anyway, we have lots of news to cover today. Um. First things first. I guess we should talk about. I, mm-hmm, I guess we should talk about the things that everybody wants to talk about. Okay. And uh that is Keanu Reeves has a stalker, guys. Is that Uh-oh. what you came here to talk about today?
2: He does.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, he had to get a restraining order from a delusional woman. Oh. Mhm.
2: Guess Dio didn't see this coming, did he?
1: She. <laughs> I guess not. She broke into his home and he's scared that she'll come back. Whoa. Um she believes Keanu is the conduit to her dad, whom she believes was abducted and placed in witness protection.
2: Oh, she's fucking insane. Yeah. I will be scared too. He went charging in the court.
1: He went charging the court after the woman got taken away from his home where she sneaked in and took the skinny dip in his pool. <gasps> She's currently in a psych ward, but Keanu says it's only a matter of time before she's released and he thinks she's coming back. Right. The woman told Kot she thought Reeves could help her find her father because she believes he is departed, actor Ray Winstone. The woman claimed he was snatched by the government and placed a witness, witness, witness protection and that Keanu is her conduit to him. Keanu says she's a threat and the judge agreed ordering, to pay, ordering her to stay 100 yards away. Isn't that crazy? You can only get 100 yards I mean, they can still see you. The obvious follow, as cops kindly said, "Good luck getting her to understand and follow the order." Yeah, she's crazy.
2: Right. Man,
1: i will be so scared. Yeah, like, there's a Talk about no hundred feet. Certain level of fame, it's just fucking scary. Did you know this last weekend that passed was the first weekend in America uh, that there were no Saturday morning cartoons? Oh. Yep. Used to be a time where your kids would cut on Saturday morning cartoons on broadcast TV. Now they don't come on broadcast TV anymore. Mm-mm.
2: So that's like they, used, they
1: were slowly like stopping because Cartoon right. Network and Disney XD oh, and, and
2: Nicktoons. Yeah. where yeah. they were playing shit 24 hours,
1: right? But they slowly stopped, you know, and, uh, this last weekend was the first time that we didn't get any, uh, after these messages will be right back you know like i remember growing up with that stuff man kids are gonna miss out they yeah. weren't even showing the stuff we grew up with anyway nah you know it was cubic sonic x dragon ball z and kai digimon fusion and Yu Gi Oh. that was the shit that was coming on the last weekend that there were ever cartoons on broadcast tv yeah. in america
2: not the same set of cartoons
1: now they put one magnificent morning and a block of live action educational programming it's the end of an era, but it's been a long time coming.
3: I it, believe
1: that. NBC dropped cartoons in ninety two. Shit. CBS followed suit not long after. ABC lost his animated weekend mornings in two thousand four. The CW was the last holdout uh in the game that the Big Three left a long time ago. Uh cable streaming and the FCC killed the uh Saturday morning cartoon, man. Like yep. that I'm officially old.
2: Yeah, yeah, I believe that too. Yeah, because now, you know, kids can watch them on the iPods, iPads, like anytime, you know, that they want to. And, you know, a lot of people have got out of the tradition of waking up on early on Saturday mornings. For what?
1: Mm-hmm. For why? Uh, in 1990s, the FCC began more strictly enforcing this rule, requiring broadcast networks to provide a minimum of three hours of educational programming every week. Programming every week. Networks are afraid of messing with their prime time slots found it easiest to cram their required programming in the weekend morning slot. Yeah. The actual educational content of his live action programming is sometimes debatable. Right. But it but it needs the met letter of the law. So man. Just thought that was weird, man. No more kids waking up. I mean, that used to be like a thing in my house. That mm-hmm. you wake up early, try not to wake your parents up, you know. Watch you some cartoons. I get mad at my little brother for trying to make cereal because it makes too much fucking noise. <laughs> and I know the second that my dad does wake up, he's going to try to make us go do some shit. And then right. when we got to do some shit, we're going to miss all the fucking cartoons.
2: Right. You know, like my yeah, house. You no, know, your dad got ears like a hawk. He hears shit three miles away. You're like, God damn.
1: What was your favorite Saturday morning cartoon, Karen, as a kid? Hmm. Growing up as a kid,
2: I like, uh, strawberry shortcake i'm old Mm -hmm. i like uh jam jam yeah i'm talking about jam jam Jam. oh jam (laughs) yes jam jam is outrageous yep fashion and glitter fortune (laughs) and fame jam yes that was one of my uh personal favorite i was a fan of garfield garfield and friends
1: Mm. no i never understood was why the fuck did garfield and Heathcliff split a half hour, because Heathcliff was like the niggas of, of Garfield. Yes! Yes! You know what I mean? There was like the good times to Garfield's like Cosby's. That shit was ratchet as fuck. Right. Like He lived in the fucking
2: junkyard and shit. They did crimes. Right. Right. And when you talking about I liked Smurfs. Mm. I liked uh Fat Albert and Friends.
1: The Smurfs were pretty okay. They Seen to repeat a lot of adventures. I still don't know what the point with Gargamel was. Why he decided to eat them?
2: Me either. I do not understand. What about what about the Snorks? Did you watch the Snorks too? Or just yes, I did. Uh, Cause they they came on NBC right behind each other. Yeah.
1: Um, I think growing up, my favorite cartoons were obviously GI Joe. Hate to be the stereotypical kid. Transformers mm-hmm. Uh was huge for me. Um. Uh. <laughs> what was that one? Was it Cops? The like C O P S uh that joint with misdemeanor and all those terrible people. He Man, you know I used to fuck with He Man, uh Sheeran to a lesser extent.
2: Yeah, she was okay. Um, that wasn't on my top list though.
1: Yeah, I used to fuck with the Car Voltron, but that shit never came on. Ah! I always end up watching the fucking Lion Voltron, which is whack to me. Of course, but the Car Voltron was the shit growing up
2: man i was also a fan of he Yo, you said he meant he. yeah he man okay. mm-hmm.
1: uh what else did i watch oh lone star the native american that had like the strength of a bear and the fucking vision of a hawk and all this shit yes i, I or maybe it was an eagle but whatever it was man like brave brave star was the sh- oh brave star my bad tank that brave star was the shit man
2: yeah, uh, and I was a fan of um, Captain Planet. As corny as that shit was, I love oh, that Captain cartoon. Planet. What? Listen. God, I knew that theme song. Captain he's planet, planet, he's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. Yeah, that was my shit, man. What? Oh man, um, I always wanted to be heart.
1: <laughs> not me. Matty had the worst fucking power. Yes, he did. Heart. He could only do shit like all he could do was talk to animals. <laughs> That was it? All you did, everybody would get catching and then they would be like, don't even take this bitch ass nigga. <laughs> they would leave him with his ring and shit and then he would go <sighs> crying, Please elephants, please save my friends. <laughs> and they'd be like, Heart, and then they were like oh
2: okay we'll save your friends uh, and, and, and captain planet had to be the worst thing ever he come down they throw like toxic waste on him he be like oh i'm yeah. melting that nigga never saved the world in the first no ten minutes. no he was like oh kids this is, you're gonna have to fix this shit till i come back <laughs> at the end captain, and, and give them their power back captain planet got his ass whooped every
1: week in the first 10 <laughs> yes, minutes he did. that nigga would show up like why wow, your powers combined what do you want me to? Oh shit! Y'all ain't tell me it was gonna be pol- uh, pollution <laughs> right. here, right? <laughs> Kids, y'all got to handle this, <laughs> right? Bye. Uh, oh shit! You, they're not
2: recycling. Y'all didn't tell me this shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I come when it's already clean,
2: right? <laughs> oh,
1: call me again in twenty minutes. I gotta get some pussy. I know.
2: someone said Care Bears. I was a fan of that too. I wasn't really a Care Bears fan. And but what
1: was the I one? like My Little Ponies too.
2: Yeah, I wasn't
1: my little pony was all Rainbow Bright. But what was the joint with the bears in the tree? I fuck with them. What was those? Gummy bears? Like, what the fuck was the name of them bears? They, them bears is good. The one, gummy bears, yeah, the ones okay. in the tree.
2: Yeah, I fuck with them. Oh, them ones the ones that bouncing in here and there and mm-hmm. everywhere. I remember that thing. I watched too much cartoons. Oh, and
1: then ducktails I used to fuck with ducktails. Yes! Woo-woo. All those shit. Remember, Disney had a whole little joint. They had like DuckTales,
2: Darkwing Duck. Yep,
1: Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Uh Darkwing Duck. Um what's the joint with Baloo the Bear when he was flying and shit? Um something Tail? uh what the fuck was the name of that joint? Um but I used tailspin. Yeah, yeah tail I used fan. to fuck with all the, those joints were so good, man. Um man, I can't believe kids don't watch Saturday, but like I guess the Cartoon Network shit just got so good.
2: Yeah, because, because, uh, for, for people that's probably under, probably under the age of 25, don't ever remember a time before Cartoon Network. Like, Cartoon Network used to be, literally be satellite only. Like, if you had cable, Mm -hmm. you didn't get Cartoon Network. Like, Cartoons 24 hours a day was a big fucking deal, and a lot of people was like, who would want to watch cartoons 24 hours a day? You had to pay extra for that shit. Yeah. And now, Cartoon Network is, is such a standard that people are mimicking Cartoon Network now.
1: And they actually got the DuckTales thing on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Life is like
3: a hurricane <laughs> here in Oh, Donovan. Lord. Race cars, lasers, airplanes <laughs> It's <a> Duck World My <laughs> Woohoo Oh my god Oh my god <laughs> Thundercats
1: what? I forgot about Thundercats I used to fuck with Thundercats too man Yes play that one Thundercats <laughs> <laughs> Oh inspect the gadget
3: Yes Inspector Gadget Inspector Gadget ooh, ooh. Inspector Gadget Oh, i got to go <laughs> Inspector Gadget Oh, got to go Inspector Gadget. Go Gadget go. go, Gadget, go! Go, Gadget, go! Oh my God, Gadget.
1: man! What kids is, like? They got Yu-Gi-Oh now. I feel so bad for them. Uh-huh. God, like the last good theme song to a to a cartoon was Pokemon. I think that's the last one that I really... Oh, yeah. Well, maybe SpongeBob. Maybe SpongeBob came after.
2: Oh, I love Mr. SpongeBob, but... uh, But
1: Pokemon was the last good one, and I hate Pokemon, but you really do need to have to give props to the Pokemon thing. I want to be the very best, best. like no one ever was. That was
2: Pokemon like X, Y, Z now. Yeah. I don't even... Is this...
3: Keep the very best yes. no one ever was
2: Yes catch them all That makes you want to work hard way. for no damn reason
3: Train them is my cause Pokemon Out of power far Searching far and wide Keep Pokemon To understand, understand The power that's inside Pokemon Gotta catch you all. Pokemon oh, you're my best friend
2: In the world, Pokemon, you got that's the last that's that might be the last yeah I like thing. that Pokemon and I was watching it the other day and Ash gotta be like 45. He's been a teenager for 25 Seriously. years. He hasn't
1: grown. Like Pikachu and him should both be old now. They should right. both be retired. You know, just passing on and shit, you know. Ah! Pikachu still shocking people. Yeah, that was the last good. That'll be a light spark by now. <laughs> right. I think that was the last good thing. So I saw they had some others on this joint. Um, but yeah, I think.
2: Did you um, like, the I I like the Flintstones? Of course I
1: like the Flintstones. I mean, but that's like, that's a given, right? I mean, is there anyone who likes the Flintstones? Mm-hmm. The Jetsons, you know, that, all that shit's a saving. <laughs> That's when he started giving his his woman his money and shit. Right.
3: (laughs) It's point (laughs) Elroy. Daughter Judy. Jane, his wife.
1: it goes over three minutes i wonder if like verse two is like you
2: know i've never got i never got the verse two his boss mr space <laughs> 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 you know what i've always wanted a fucking rosie what's wrong with you scientists yeah rosie was a
1: sarcastic ass robot i don't even know how they yeah, Rosie was that. black they programmed
2: her to be sassy
1: whatever you say mr j um <laughs> but yeah man that was my shit dog i, I kind of miss saturday morning cartoons man and it kind of sucks that these kids gonna have to grow up in the world where there's no saturday morning cartoons man what is that like i mean it's it's saturday morning cartoons but it's like you gotta have cable what about the poor kids like me to have right like, fucking pliers on the, the fucking knob and to change the channel and you had to have an antenna because right you know
2: like- and now you now if you have antennas, your shit, well, you you just fuzzy. it. You, you ain't even everything at HD mm-hmm. now. They even make you get a box for the 2, four, 6, and 8 channel.
1: Yeah, man. Damn.
2: Feel kind of bad, man, but...
1: Yup, kids ain't getting no damn cartoons, Karen. Ain't just a motherfucker. Ain't that a bitch. <laughs> 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 um, all right, what else is happening here that people want to talk about? Um, Okay, apparently... There was a person that shit. They put shit all over the city bikes in New York. Oh, why would you do that? Oh, the reason number seven hundred million. I don't ever want to live in New York. That's so fucked up. Yeah, someone they got them on tape. They don't. They don't have a like, face or anything. But someone like took a like bag or bucket of shit and smeared it all over the the, the city bikes, which are for. Um, like public use, like you can right. like check out a city bike drop ride it somewhere, and turn it back in
3: mm-hmm.
1: well um they uh and the thing is they didn't catch it until like eight in the morning. It happened at one twenty five a m um, so somebody rode a shitty bike
2: and just didn't realize it,
1: yeah man someone <laughs> someone was. Someone got to work and was like,
3: Why, <laughs> Why do I? What? What's this shit he's Did I step in
2: someone? Mm. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I'm like, um, Bob, uh, uh, come here. Um, I I know I this, wash my clothes, but, uh, uh, you know, you got a shit stain across the back of your pants. Now,
1: nah, man. I don't think so, man. I don't but like, think nah, Like, nah, man.
2: Go, go, go to the bathroom. Look in the mirror.
1: Trying to say something like shit in, uh, I mean, come on, man. What, they shit on
2: the bike? That doesn't make sense. Right. And then you listen to the radio you be like, God damn. Uh mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, there was a UPS worker, USPS worker. I'm sorry, USPS, the Postal Service, who uh, apparently went on a rampage and ran somebody over. Not once, not twice, but three times. Oh, U.S. Postal worker was arrested after she allegedly hit someone with her mail truck while laughing hysterically.
2: Oh, she must have been like, oh, you're the one who has a problem with me delivering not delivering that mail on time.
1: (laughs) A resident saw the postal worker yelling obscenities at someone in front of Phantom Lake Elementary School and decided to photograph the mail truck in order to make a complaint to the postal service. You know, I guess it's just my mind, but who knows how it really happened. I just pictured them like, taking pictures and then talking shit too like i'm gonna send this to your boss you're gonna learn you're gonna you shouldn't have done that all right and the person be like oh really motherfucker but if i'm getting fired i'm getting super fired all right you're right they're gonna have to let me go because i'm gonna be in jail and i'm not gonna be able to work
3: all
2: right
1: when the resident walked to the front of the vehicle and attempted to take a photo oh,
2: this was one of them assholes Cause the only asshole that does that shit right there He's gonna walk in front of your vehicle. Stop the car. Stop the car. I am taking a picture. Stop the
1: car, damn it.
2: You know exactly what they said.
1: You are I'm right, you are getting do, so written up. Do you know who I am? Right. I pay your bills. I was in Django. Ah! Uh the worker put the truck in the drive and struck the rec- resident's leg. The resident staggered back and the driver struck the resident's leg two more times. Yeah. According to the resident, the postal worker was laughing hysterically as she drove forward. Postal worker 55 of Newcastle was booked on the pol- at the police department and interviewed by officers and U.S. postal inspectors. The police department said.
2: It wouldn't surprise me. This, this is not the first time these two have had altercation. And she was like, bitch, I got a vehicle.
1: Yeah. Getting hit by that little ass truck.
2: That's gotta just be so humiliating. Right. You know. probably harassed that, uh, postal worker all the time. And you know, you know what? Fuck it. T- today, I just got no fucks to give and I'm giving them all to you. <laughs> right.
1: You know what? I was running really late anyway,
2: so fuck it. Um,
1: <clears throat> according to a uh memo leaked to the CBC, uh, there are officials at a Air, Air Canada who have a problem with explicit material in the cockpit. Okay, now it is called the cockpit. It is. Maybe things... Got confused, you know, that, that can easily happen to anybody.
2: Oh, yeah, I got somebody say, why wouldn't you have cock in the cock pit? This makes no sense.
1: Right. You know, like it kind of like could be like, oh, so you want us to pull our cocks in this pit or, you know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe you guys are inviting it, to, you know, not to blame the victims. Maybe they feel like the airlines invited them on themselves, but.
2: Right. It's like we, we gonna be flying for hours and hours and hours on there. We got to be entertained somehow.
1: Yeah, now, my understanding is you're always with a co-pilot, so... Right. I mean, do y'all both pull your dicks out? Do y'all take mm-hmm. turns? Does one look
2: the other way? Like Right, is it does, a private you, viewing? I don't yeah. understand. Do you have to, like, take a break? Are you bringing the porn up there to share? Right. What's happening? Because once they get in there, they
1: normally don't leave that little area. Well, CBC News has obtained an internal Air Canada bulletin warning flight crews that they could be fired... Or face criminal charges for placing inappropriate material in the flight deck, also called the cockpit. It was sent last year, four months after a similar reminder to stop hiding suggestive images in company aircraft. It had appeared after those reminders had appeared to be ignored. I'm disappointed to have to raise this issue once again, but unfortunately, we have some people who have yet to understand the message. Writes Rod Graham, Air Canada's chief pilot and director of fleet operations and training. The warnings come six years after a female pilot said she started finding pornography displayed, glued, and tucked into a variety of areas in the cockpit on Air Canada's Embraer fleet airplane, fleet of planes.
2: Ah, uh, uh. like do you
1: think they did that as hazing to just her, or is that like some common shit that they always do?
2: It this right here sounds like some common shit they always do. I know that sounds. So sad. it's just men
1: sitting around like, look at this right because nothing but but dudes
2: in in a cockpit for hours fine and shit like that. They're like, shit, I tell, I'm about to real run now. Go ahead, buddy. I'll fly the plane.
1: Is this really what y'all think of us? Air Canada, uh, yep. Air Canada investigated her complaint and found evidence of racial or ethnic prejudice as well as sexual materials in the workplace wow what was the racism mm-hmm. they had like nooses and shit too mm-hmm.
2: was or, it no ebony i don't understand
1: <laughs> right they didn't have any black mm-hmm. porn and it's racist because it's all white porn the pilot provided <laughs> transport canada inspectors with photos and video of the sexually explicit and at times violent images that she said she found violent. someone mm-hmm. has drawn a knife in the back of the girl on the right hand side she writes in one email the fact that porn is still present and very much in the minds of the individuals that fly EMJ should ring alarm bells for your department as much as it does for me. She writes in an email dated August 3rd, 2013. The head of the association that represents civil service pilots says offensive materials have no place in the flight deck. You have to pay attention to what you're doing in the aircraft at all times. The reading inappropriate material is a complete distraction. Sure, read the Hunger Games, but not this. All right. And things can go wrong, said Daniel Slender, president of the Canadian Federal Pilot Association. Transport Canada told CBC News that its investigation found that Air Canada did not violate aviation safety and that Transport Canada is not responsible for regulating reading material in the flight deck. Well, that's, oh,
2: porn is reading material? That, yeah,
1: that's kind of weird, right? Like, yeah, I was looking you mean, at King you mean magazine. A pitch, you
2: mean a picture book?
1: Yeah, looking at King Magazine, uh, you're probably doing some, you probably shouldn't be doing that at
2: work. Yeah, because I guarantee you ain't no words going to be other than her name and her age. What are what we talking about here?
1: Yeah, she likes long walks on the beach. That's what I'm reading. Right. Um, But yeah, uh however, notes in the Transport Canada log dated August 19, 2013. show an inspector with regulatory agency tried to get Air Canada to take the problem more seriously. CBC is not responsible for third-party content. Police are, I mean, pilots are stuffing paper materials inside compartments where electrical wiring is, and that this is a hazard, not to mention that this is a form of workplace violence, says Mary Pollock, an aviation health and safety occupational officer.
2: I'm trying to catch on fire while y'all flying in there.
1: (laughs) CBC News. Ask Air Canada if it had identified who was placing inappropriate materials in the flight deck but did not receive a response to this particular question.
2: I bet you they can. If I have all kinds of fly, uh, pilots going in and out. Nobody actually does the porn sweep as as they're changing shifts. The material
1: in question consisted almost entirely of inappropriate business cards and was confined mainly to one aircraft type and route. Our Embracer E-90s operating to Las Vegas. Okay, now it makes more sense. What happens is prostitutes give you business cards and pimps and shit do, too. For for hoes, when you get to Las Vegas oh. and you can look up the prostitutes, so they be going these to- pilots probably treated like a boys' club. Hey, what hoe are we going to call when we land in Vegas?
2: Oh, and they probably keep the cars and shit in there so as people rotate in and out of these particular aircrafts, mm-hmm. they can
1: go get these hoes. Yep. Come on, all involved, because the mystery is solved. Right. Now it's time for Scooby-Doo. That's another Saturday morning cartoon. How did we miss that one, Karen?
2: I have no idea. Oh, I used to
1: love Scooby-Doo. Miss
2: the Mystery Inc.
1: Till Scrappy-Doo came along and ruined everything.
2: Yeah, Scrappy-Doo. Kids came.
1: are the worst.
2: Scrappy-Doo's in the town.
1: But, uh, yeah, I used to fuck with them, man. Um.
2: Wowzers!
1: Mm-hmm. Jinkies. Uh, the airline says they wasted no time when they learned of the problem taking corrective action through pilot training what is that training like hey guys hey it's me um oh, i just want to train you guys real quick is everybody sitting down everybody paying attention Us. just uh no i
2: has a dick out
1: this should take a this shouldn't be that quick uh, uh that that long um no jacking off on the plane guys right no point on the plane
2: it's just
1: that cut and dry yeah okay man well uh you know is that it yeah that's it uh any questions Can you bring porn on the planes? No. Right. The answer to that would be no. You cannot bring porn on the planes. How about as reading
2: material? No.
1: No. Do not read porn on the plane. You should be trying to fly an aircraft. I don't want to be the person that dies on an airplane Ah! because you had to look at some titties. That seems like a dumb reason for everyone to die. Far be it from Um, me.
2: What what about business cards with titties on it?
1: No. No. Put them up and wait till you land. What if they're really big titties? Well, see, that's the thing. No. How the fuck? Like, why would you need training in this? It's fucking idiots, man. Men are so stupid when we get there. Can't help ourselves. Speaking of stupid men, here's a problem that actually uh was stupid to me that she did it. Uh, a woman, I don't know what she was trying to prove, went around with a video camera in her bra. Yeah, she thinks it was to raise breast cancer awareness mom. She caught a bunch of people looking at her titties. Surprise, y'all. Right, because you had them out, men, women. I mean, your titties is there. People going to look. Mm-hmm. Surprise. I know a lot of y'all said, what? People was looking at a woman's titties who basically had her titties hanging out because, like, the way it was is her bra is pretty much outside of her dress. Like, it wasn't, you know, some sort of, um... Not like it was a hidden camera. Yeah, it wasn't, like, well, it was a hidden camera. It's hidden in a bra. But oh. I'm saying, like, it was like her titties were damn near hanging out. To,
3: oh. You know,
1: and then she basically was like, hey, this is the way it's breast cancer awareness. Um... Cause look at how many people look at your titties, uh, all the time. There's uh, 37.
2: Well, you, well, there is a difference between a titty out and a titty in clothes.
1: Well, there were 37 glances she caught and it was men and women, people of all types. Right. Looking at titties. She said early detection makes a difference for breast cancer. Uh, Nestle Fitness continues to spread the word through the hashtag check your selfie, selfie.
2: it it seems Um, kind of weird right and there's no awareness going on other than titties
1: look at them titties right although i do it does raise the point um that comes up often with the breast cancer awareness thing uh people tend to sexualize the breast so much that it almost takes away from the point of um what the like it's not save the titties because We can fuck them necessarily. It should be more about the idea of healthiness and all this stuff, but it turns into like, yeah, you know, it'll be like if it'll say, check colon cancer because you might get fucked in the ass and you definitely want to make sure that someone can fuck in your ass. Like that's a little bit different approach, but I guess they, I mean, what you know, I guess everything helps. If you want to sexualize them to this, go ahead. I'll be here for me to tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. Beyonce Karen!
2: Uh oh. What well, is the breaking news?
1: Uh, it's not breaking news. It's okay. nothing about, it's nothing about that. It's uh, someone wrote an article, businessweek.com. Beyonce's business, genius by the numbers. And they had like a bunch of different numbers that explain Beyonce how fucking powerful she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know? 12 a.m., the approximate time that Beyonce album dropped December 13, 2013. Coming up on a year. 600, 617,213 times the album was downloaded in the U.S. in the first three days that it became available, making it the fastest selling album ever on the iTunes store, according to Apple. It was the only place to get it. Cost of an album, $15 which is enough to preclude a good-ass lunch. But she was worth it. Songs that it took Facebook to help Beyoncé quietly launch her album. Her team played Exo and Drunken Love. It took two songs for Facebook strategist Charles Porch. The songs really blew us away, he said. Facebook set the videos to autoplay on people's news feeds and took on the cost of advertising uh, on the site. So Facebook said, look, we'll pay for the ads. We just want to play your songs.
2: Of course, cause this is going to get people talking on our social media platform.
1: How many songs did she record to get it down to 14 songs and 17 videos? 70, Karen. I believe that. 70 songs. How many songs did she have that she could have put out that she just did?
2: Right, and how many of them songs she's going to hold on to and make that never get released or she be like, fuck it, I'll put it on my next album
1: number three the number three is the number of collaborators beyonce invited to her rented Hampton's home to work on the album in the summer of 2012 hit boy Sia, and the dream she had five or six rooms going each set up as a studio wow they would go from room to room and say things like i think that song needs that person's input normally you would not see songs have two or more producers uh said Leanne Callahan Longo, the general manager of Beyonce's production company, Parkwood Entertainment, according to the case study. One, that is the amount of hours that Beyonce can spend in a business meeting before she starts patient and patiently. Uh, so she'll get up and start walking around. Once that happens, I can see it then. I've lost
2: her. Yeah, you know, she's like, I got shit to do. Money, money, money. And right now, I'm not making none talking to you. 65% Apple's
1: Estimated share of the market for paid music downloads in the U.S. The company's powerful position in the industry is why Beyonce decided to launch the album exclusively on iTunes. Makes sense. 15,000, that's the number of songs downloaded from the iTunes store each minute, according to Apple, in 2013. 20, that's the number of people employed by Parkwood Entertainment, including the archivist who was in charge of collecting Beyonce's photos, videos, and audio tracks. According to Parkwood's marketing chief. Shit. Zero. That's the amount of fear that Beyonce has. I know it's so. So, yeah, Beyonce's business by the numbers, man. Now you guys know um, how how she gets down. I can't believe she recorded 70 songs. That's so many fucking songs, man.
2: Yeah, you gotta, If if you're a good artist, you have tons and tons of shit that you work through. To narrow it down, like, mm-hmm. you have to have a pool to choose from.
1: Uh, demonstrators disrupted the St. Louis Symphony singing a requiem for Mark Brown. Uh, you know, uh, Ferguson has not stopped, even if people haven't mm-hmm. necessarily protest. had it on the they tip of the tongs. They're marching
4: been. all mm-hmm.
3: the time. For my prophet,
1: there's all these fancy people in suits at this fucking uh, symphony, guys.
3: Is us all. Which side are
1: you on? And now there's just people that it's almost like a flash mob, just standing up in the crowd, and then standing up in their seats, and they just are singing about
3: Mike Brown. Which
5: side
3: are you on? Which side?
1: Clearly it was coordinated that they would all stand at a certain time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and everybody's standing and singing. And it's not a ton of people, but it's enough to disrupt
2: the whole audience. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on? Right, especially if you have no idea this is happening. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow, they
1: have signs, rise up and go in the movement. Oh my god, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like I said, not a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of powerful, man. And It disrupted everything. Like it's clearly the symphony stopped playing and everything.
3: Say that again. <laughs> Did you want okay.
1: This one woman's face is amazing. <laughs> she was looking like, what the fuck is going to happen next?
3: And there's people of all races singing too
1: yeah that's the most powerful part of right. it because i feel like the people who are against the mike brown movement and against the ferguson movement are trying to paint it as a black thing only Mm-mm. but there's more than black people that care about injustice it's a justice thing
2: right right and if you have a heart. It doesn't matter the skin color, creed, race, religion. You're like that shit is wrong. Yep. Look at her face. Oh my god, she is baffled. She was like, I did not pay two hundred dollars for this ticket for this bullshit.
1: Man, at one seventeen, look. Uh, make sure y'all. I'll put it in the chat at the one seventeen. She is mark, baffled. Oh my God, she her face! She was like,
2: "They ruined my night with this bullshit." <laughs> she like I
1: drank too much wine or something because I'm trying to get fucked tonight. I didn't know anything was going on with this Mike Brown shit. Um, I might have
2: stayed at home if I didn't.
1: You would warn me. She like she want to be like, "Is it Ferguson over?"
2: Hey, I, just Wild. 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 I don't think
1: nobody was responsible wow. for that. That's a real dope, man. And they just left, just like that. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't a. Um, you know, there was no, like, drama or violence mm-hmm. or anything. No one needed to call the police. It was a peaceful protest. Just raising awareness. Got that stuff and left. Yep. That's so dope, man. Wish we had more shit like that. Um, So you know how we gave $2 to the Boy Scouts yesterday?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then later on I realized, oh, wait, aren't they homophobic? Yeah, they are.
3: Yeah. Oh I
1: forgot, man. I literally fucking forgot, Them dog. cute little boys. And it was like, yeah, two little cute, like an Asian kid and shit. I was like, oh, look at this. I'm supporting the little young kids. A woman says the Boy Scouts offered her a job and then took it back because she is, to the drum roll please, gay.
3: Wow. Cause you
1: can't have these babies.
6: Colorado upset tonight after she says the Boy Scouts offered her a job and then took it back. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Jeremy Hubbard.
2: And I'm Deborah Takahara. That woman says the Boy Scouts told her no thanks after they found out she's gay. New at 530, Fox
5: 31, Dennis Greg Nieto talked to the woman and has reaction from the Boy Scouts. Greg?
4: That's correct, Deb. You know, the Boy Scouts of America for more than a 100 years have been turning young people into leaders. People will give back to the community. Their motto, be prepared. Well, the woman you're about to meet says she was prepared for disappointment. Yasmin Cassini says she was offered a job with the Boy Scouts over lunch. I knew it was going to be a great um, career move for me. The 29-year-old says after two face-to-face interviews, she was asked to join the Scouts as director of the new Adventure Center. Then, she says, she read the Scouts manual.
2: I did not find anything um, that protects uh, based on sexual orientation.
4: When she expressed that concern...
2: right explained in my email when I asked them the questions, I'm an openly gay woman and these are my concerns. Is this going to
0: affect me with this position?
4: It turns out, Cassini says, it did.
0: The offer um, was rescinded because I no longer met the minimum requirements for the position.
4: Which included... <laughs>
1: it's like, listen, uh, I don't know if you understand this. The only position that we have open are mentioned there for women, okay?
4: That's it.
1: You need to go ahead and get on
3: your back
4: becoming a formal member. The Boy Scouts did release this statement. As this is a personnel matter, we are not at liberty to discuss details, but during the employment process, this individual brought it to our attention that she did not meet the requirements for employment. If you're gonna work for Hooters, you probably need to be an attractive young lady. That seems to be their their brain on We're not gonna necessarily say that. Employment law attorney Elwyn Schaefer says claims of discrimination can be tough to prove. Does the employer know that you're gay? Or does the employer perceive that you're gay by your mannerisms, by your mode of dress, etc etc et cetera? And are they basing their decision to hire or to fire someone based upon that perception? Yasmin Cassini thought the Boy Scouts' recent youth membership modifications would provide the perfect spot for progress.
2: I want to raise awareness that discrimination is not okay, and it's it's something that's still occurring, and it, it has to stop. Something needs to change.
4: The employment law attorney we spoke with says for folks applying for jobs, folks that are interviewing for jobs, when in doubt, document everything. In Lakewood, Greg Nanto Fox, thirty-one, Denver.
1: Crazy, right? Like, mm-hmm. and just openly, like, no, no changes. Oh, you gay? Oh man! Oh, we should have known through the bus that. Oh man, is that why you were flannel? You You were flannel to the interview, right? Oh shit man this is gonna be pretty pretty awkward but uh we're not down with the scissors okay we know how you guys do the gays and uh sorry won't be no tripping up in here you're gonna need to get your ass up out of here i'm sorry get the murphy brown up out of our office oh lord like who would even have a workplace you can this? i'm mad I wanna go find them little uh, adorable kids and be like, give me my fucking two dollars back. Right. You homophobe. And just look at their parents like, you homophobic motherfuckers. Why is your kid in this shit? You know? And they won't even let lesbians in. That's like, like that, that's like the the niceness of the gays. You know what I mean? Like, that's the most acceptable type of gay for most of society. Even biggest be like, I'll drag off the two lesbians. You you know know what I mean? I hate lesbians, but I don't mind, you know, watching MSNBC. You know, like, that's amazing to me. That, oh man, what a great, what a country. (laughs) Teach our kids this shit. Now you can get in. Oh, wait a minute. Do you, uh, perhaps lick the V, if you know what I mean? And I'm not talking about true blood,
2: I'm just mean. Oh lord, for JJ. Do
1: you lick the V, if you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's more news on the Thug Kitchen, uh, front that we talked about yesterday, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Powerhouse Arena, Brooklyn Bookstore slash Event Space is hosting a party tonight for Thug Kitchen, the duo behind the website and cookbook of the same name that has been accused of trafficking in a version of Blackface. Though Thug oh, Kitchen, lord. I know, I know. Though Thug Kitchen has been around for years, it was put on trial in the Court of Public Opinion last week when it was revealed that the two people behind the site are white. A fact that was as obvious as the color of the sky, but which nonetheless brought the issues inherent to right. Thug Kitchen to the front for, front for, forefront.
2: Because if you read a lot of the ingredients when they're talking about things like that, you go, okay. Can we just keep it real for a second?
1: They were obviously white because they wouldn't say the N-word. Right. right. That's it. If they would have thrown a couple of niggas in there, then I get it. Then be mad at them, but... These motherfuckers going around just cussing a couple times and then it's so backwards for black people because if the motherfuckers would have been talking about the n-word and all this shit then not being black we would have been mad by the way if they would have just been cussing calling it the kitchen and would have came out and been black a whole lot of other people would have been mad talking about some black people shouldn't be using this type of language right and all this shit so it's people are so full of shit so petty mm-hmm.
2: I already ordered my copy.
1: It's on the way. It's pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. As a result, it appears as as if some residents of New York have been planning a small protest tonight at the Powerhouse Arena. One of the organizers of the protest emailed Powerhouse CEO Daniel Power, informing him of why she was planning to boycott the bookstore. And Power responded with garbled defensive truck, uh, kitchen. Here's what you don't need. Don't respond. Okay. I, I just hate. know it's wrong to say don't. It's your right to respond. And all this shit. You're already winning. You're about to sell this book. Start to make money. Mm-hmm. You guys are getting all kinds of publicity from a lot of people who have your back. Mm-hmm. What you don't need is some whack-ass response that now puts you. And by the way, you didn't write the book. You didn't come up with the idea. And you don't run the website. Your ass has nothing to do with this. Just shut up. But you know how it is. It's hard. It's hard. It's easy to say that. You know, it's really hard not to respond to some just. I do it all the time. People say some crazy shit to me. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Should we even talk about this, or are you just gonna go crazy on me? Yeah, yeah,
2: like I said, you know. And, and I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm the queen of uh, look at you with the blank stare and keep going by my business.
1: Yep. Um, his email was forwarded by to us by Powerhouse PR person Declan Tainer, who apparently wanted us to post it as a way of celebrating Power Smacking Down to protest it And I said that's stupid. He sent it along with the note. CEO writes cheeky reply. We're posting it as a way of demonstrating how the book industry is twisting itself in knots in order to defend supporting a book that is garbage on both artistic and cultural levels. So Gawker's already made a decision. Dear emailer, thanks for your note. I don't share your opinion that the word thug itself is a variation of thuggy. Groups of assassins that roamed India for some 600 years is a cold word for the n-word. Thugish behavior is fairly acceptable as boorish bullying, domineering, and character. Regardless of that ethnicity and tone of the book, including the extensive use of swear words, is symptomatic of that behavior, adopting that demeanor in the form and content of a cookbook, a cultural product most often associated with affluent society. Perhaps in some gross generalization, some components of white culture is itself a form of parody, not of the cultural origins of the contemporary use of the language and of the demeanor, but rather the extrapolation from their origins and application to a totally different worldview. This is done by using excessive amounts of vulgarity and bullying verbal stances in the traditionally stayed set of cooking and cuisine publishing. And yeah, it seemed like a lot of words just, uh, you know, it could have just been to say that, uh, thug doesn't mean what we all know it means in America. Right. You know what I mean? Like if anything, you could have just said, look, we're not using it that way. The end. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta be like, you know it doesn't even thug doesn't mean black person too many black people know that's exactly what the fuck it means right also you didn't write the shit you had nothing to do with it shut the fuck up you're only making it worse i feel like if the actual authors had responded you probably would get a more concise less uh at uh defensive type of response Mm -hmm. i might add that the same methodology was used to great effect with the elements of fucking style a thuggish parody of strunk and white's grammar
3: bible
2: Yeah, this is, this is, this is too much, too much, too many words. Mm -hmm. So
1: even though I disagree with you, I do think you have a point, perhaps, that it should be considered, even debated, but never ever, under simplistic jihadist even, calls for banning censorship and boycotting. This is just plain stupid. If you want to call attention to a defect or imagined slight, be more clever than the reason for your rising up. And by doing that, you must be very specific and cite your strongest case for not supporting the book. Rather than trying to convince stores to not stock it, boycott establishments that support free speech and intellectual curiosity, and you won't do it by trying to tie in most of society's ills, asserting a clever book or parody of being a ringing endorsement of racism and police brutality is not going to convince people you need, the people you need to your side. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe if we saw the original email, this would make more sense, but I don't get it. Like, unless that's what she was writing, the thug. The kitchen is the reason black people get beat, man. Okay, that's crazy. But
2: and this is why they get beat in the kitchen I, yeah. What, I don't what are we talking about here?
1: Come to the event tonight and voice your opinion and try to convince others. You'll be able to do that because it won't be banned. Sincerely, Daniel Power, CEO. Um, and then
2: he did not none of that. None of that was needed. Yeah. So
1: uh, I don't know, man. I don't like I said. Reading what I read on the site, I didn't find it defensive at all. Uh, I think people are reaching to make it more.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that's the thing now, man. Like, something happens and then we have to, you know, go on Twitter and our social media platforms and our blogs and our websites. You know, this gawker person right now, like, you just have to make it more than it is. And what's funny to me is there's so many things that are just fucking fucked up and offensive. Mm -hmm. You really shouldn't have to stretch anything. Mm -hmm. There's so many people willing to just be like, Point blank, this is fucked up and racist. You don't even have to like do mental gymnastics to get to this point. No, you know, Um, like I said, I I think um, the word "thug" is a loaded word for most people. But if they're not using it, it, if they're not using it that same way, then let them go.
2: You know what I mean? Let it go because, and also, you have to look at the context and the way that it's used. And yes, used in a certain way, you go, okay, you're referring to black people. Right, there would have been a bunch of pictures of like black people on the site and shit. I would have been like,
1: oh, okay, yep, this is some bullshit.
2: Right. You go to
1: the site, it's a picture of, like fucking vegan spaghetti. Okay. Has yeah,
2: soccer mom and some shit. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. It's it's soup. Come on. Right. It's soup. What are we doing right now? Uh, you know, people been getting mad about Lauren Hill. Well, apparently, fans are mad at Mariah Carey. Uh oh. She gave a performance yesterday, uh, Vision of Love. You now you know
2: that's your song. Yeah. She yeah. she 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 ain't sounded right in a very long time. Have people been banding to Mariah Carey?
1: So is she on the Lauren Hill um thing where you you pay for a ticket at your own risk? This is her
4: this is her original version.
2: Too young but when it's my shit
3: me kind, destiny, me yes. to the one that was waiting for me it took so long still I believe. I I had a vision of love, it was all that you gave
1: me. My number one memory of Rock Harry. Is still that NBA All-Star Weekend. Well, her ass came out and met with fucking wizards. Jersey dress. hmm Ha yeah. <laughs> And she's a good example of a woman with a lot of hips, but not a lot of ass, like, you know, um. But but, but she got that shape, you know, that hourglass shape right, from the front. Right. But oh, my God, did she kill that motherfucking jersey dress? Nigga, I was like, who is, is that Mariah oh, all grown up? Like I see why Nick Cannon had to go out and get her, you know, like that. Eh? I'm not saying I would have done it, but I understand. Sometimes you gotta take a chance on crazy. You know, I could tell by her music she was crazy, but Nick Cannon decided that, uh, you know, he wanted to get with that. Did that picture show up, Karen? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. All right. So, yeah, that was her in that jersey dress, man. Woo. Sweet Jesus. Lord. Ah! But, um, so she performed last night, too, as well.
2: Yeah, it's been a very, very long time. you have been paying attention. A, she had been performing live as much, and when she does... she had them kids. True, but when she has, she really hasn't sound that good to me. Getting divorced? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So here's her last night but uh... Exclusive,
2: Ooh. Yeah, she yeah, too. Take care of her voice
3: Oh no, oh
1: he tried to right. play it off, no ma'am. Oh man, that no, don't ma'am. even sound like Visions of Love, man. And many no, of the, ma'am. many of the, uh, the people that went were very upset.
2: Right, cause they didn't pay for that foolishness.
1: You just posted it on Instagram. Man, you can't even fuck up in concert and like get on. Ah! You know what I mean? It used to be a time when you fuck up, it take a while to get around to everybody. You fuck up now. You get home. You get in the car to go home. You get to your dressing room. Right. After the show. You is got post. Instagram is already
2: blowing up. Yes. The video is <laughs> you, one of You, you going to be a segment on a uh, Nick Jen Regis know. show. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, on Instagram. Instagram yippee yippee You know they're going to write some foolishness. The video is one of
1: several that you posted on Instagram during the concert during the concert and the comment shows that the stretch isn't going to get off that easily i'm so disappointed lol said one while another wrote stick a fork in her she's done damn there were a handful of loyalists one of them wrote she's just been out a long time (laughs) i'm sorry this person is reasonable and i'm only laughing because it's always funny when people are hating and that one person comes in like look guys
2: it ain't as bad as it you seems. You know, yeah. Right.
1: And they're right, They're probably the one who's right. The, they're the most who, reasonable one. Typically, the people who are reactionarily angry are normally wrong. Like most right. of the time. So this person was like, <laughs> she's just been out a long time. Her voice is worn out. That song is twenty five years old. Almost. We love Mariah. Twenty. So yeah. Now, how does the song being twenty five years old make it okay to fuck it up, though? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I didn't realize the song was 25 years
1: old. Damn it, I'm old. But the fan comments on the whole range from frustrating to scathing. Exclusive Shanti sold only 57,000 copies in this first week, but received generally favorable reviews according to the rap. So wait, she has a new album?
2: I haven't heard of Mariah Carey album in a high minute. Since we were Butterfly, Rainbow, and Gumdrops, I tapped out. (laughs) Yeah, I I had no idea. Yeah, Um, she she was... Blind-colored ponies. I was like, bitch, no, thank you. I had no idea she put an album out, man. No. I haven't heard an album from her in years.
1: Yeah, Me, I Am A Ride, the exclusive Chanteuse, Chanteuse Deluxe. Oh, Lord. That's right, Karen. Well, it's got 18 songs of that hot fire. 18?
2: Hell, you're singing about 18 damn songs. It's mm-hmm. a long album.
1: Why was she singing that song, though? If that was... Well, maybe she didn't want to sing all her new music, because... She wanna go long hill on people and shit, but carry your voice out here cracking like a teenager, man. Mm-hmm. Say it ain't so, boo. Yeah, your voice, boo. I drink some of that hot tea with that honey in it. Yeah, quit, quit yelling at your husband. Supreme Court refuses to hear appeals in all seven same-sex marriage cases.
2: Oh, Supreme Court, like fuck it.
1: Supreme. So which means same-sex marriage will be upheld in all those states, five states. Cause the Supreme Court was like, nah, nope.
2: Yeah, y'all ain't gonna pin this down on us.
1: Y'all appealed them and all that shit, and they would have invalidated statewide bans on bans on same-sex marriage. We ain't even try to hear that. So, gay people gonna get married.
2: I oh,
1: don't Good for the Supreme Court. Last time we checked on them, they were fucking up. So, right. You know, score Last one time for- business with people and all that other right. bullshit. Last time Hobby Lobby could do what they wanted, you know. Right.
2: Hobby Lobby could say, you know what. You're female, fuck it. You don't get no insurance.
1: All right, so good for them, man. It's one of those things where you like, you kind of glad that, uh you know, this happened or whatever. Um, all right, let's talk about what people really came here to talk about. Can stay long enough.
2: Okay.
1: Raven Simone gave an interview to Oprah Winfrey. Okay,
2: on the Oprah. On Network. Oprah's,
1: where are they now?
2: Okay, on the Oprah Channel.
1: Yeah, the Oprah Channel. Um and of course people got mad at her today because she says shit people don't agree with. Karen, you no, know, you ain't allowed to be saying shit people don't agree with. Right? Not if you a celebrity. You better right. say they not people. You got to say whatever it is we want you to say all the time because mm. you a celebrity and as an elected official of the people. A celebrity, you know how we vote every I November know. on celebrities, who gets to be famous.
2: I didn't select you. Uh. But well, it was up to me, it's a lot of dumb motherfuckers that wouldn't make office.
1: So she gave this interview with her hair looking like, uh, just, uh, like mm. cor- a coral reef. I don't know what the fuck was going on with her hair. And <laughs> this shit. Like her hair was a paintbrush somebody dipped in all the colors yeah like is she going gray early is she trying to like audition to become storm what is going on with her hair (laughs) ah poor little baby Um, so you
7: caused a worldwide sensation last year when you um did this little tweet tweet i call it let's talk about that it was after the supreme court had overruled the defense of uh, marriage act which paved the way for gay marriage and so what were you doing you were at home
0: i wasn't i was actually in the car about to go get some fried chicken
7: you in the car About to go get some fried
0: chicken. (laughs) Let me, clarification, everyone. She was was not whole. And what, you heard something on the radio? I did. I was listening to KCRW, one of my favorite networks, and they were talking about the progression being made. And I said, you know what? I'm proud of us. I'm proud of somebody actually doing something. And uh, it did a lot more than I thought it would. Yes,
7: the tweet was, I can finally get married. Yay, government. So proud of you. Wow, that was August second, two thousand thirteen. So, was that your way of coming out? Was uh, of saying you were gay?
0: That was my way of saying I'm proud of the country. But yeah. I will say that um, I'm in—I mean—an amazing, happy relationship with my partner, a woman. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, my mother and people in my family—they've taught me to keep my personal life to myself as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I so um, I try my best to, you know hold the fence where I can, but I am proud to be who I am and what I am. So when did
7: you know who you were and what you were?
0: In that topic of dating and in love, I knew when I was like 12. I was looking at everything. <laughs> were you I looking just, at boys and girls? Yes, ma'am.
3: Did
7: you have a word for it? Because I think when you're younger, you don't even have language for what it is.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't need language. I don't need a category. Grizing statement for it. I think that's one thing that So
7: you of, don't want to be labeled gay.
0: I don't want to be labeled gay. I want to be labeled a human who loves humans. I'm tired of being labeled. I'm an American. I'm not an African American. I'm an American.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh girl, don't just so Twitter
0: on fire. <laughs> I'm
7: sorry. Oh, I mean, what? I'm oh, sorry. Lord. What did you just say? Stop,
0: stop, stop
7: the tape right
0: now. Okay. I will say this. What? I mean, I don't know where my roots go to. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far back they go, I can't go on, you know, I don't know how far back and I don't know what country in Africa I'm from, but I do know that my roots are in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. I'm an American, and that's a colorless person because we are all people. I have lots of things running through my veins.
7: I mean, you're going to get a lot of flack for saying you're not African-American. You know that, right?
0: I don't label myself.
7: Okay. So I want you to say what you really mean by that.
0: What I really mean by that is I'm an American that's what I
1: really mean. Now I will say it is stupid to say I don't label myself and then say I'm an American. That is a label. Mm-hmm. So on that, if people want to roast her and laugh at that for being stupid, I'm actually okay with that because that is stu- That is literally stupid. Like I don't want to be labeled anything. I am an American, and it's like, mm-hmm, nigga, that's a label. Yeah, it is. You know, uh, but OK, whatever. Um, let me play the whole clip, though.
0: I have darker skin. I have a nice, interesting grade of hair. I connect with Caucasian. I connect with Asian. I connect with black. I connect with Indian. I I connect with each culture.
7: You are a melting pot in one body
0: know yes, yes. Isn't that what America's supposed to be?
7: Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. That's
0: what sure. it's supposed to be. I personally feel that way.
7: And so, not wanting to be. Keep in mind, we're
1: talking about somebody with blue hair. All right. So I want everybody to take a breath. Mm-hmm.
0: She's got
3: blue hair. All right. She's on some other shit right now.
7: Labeled, but ready to willingly admit that you are in love with
1: a woman. Yeah. For now.
0: For as long as that relationship will last me, which I hope is a long time.
1: Yeah. Now see, this is where I would be offended if I was dating her. Like, bitch, fuck you mean? We gonna be together forever. <laughs> talking about some if it lasts forever, what, for a long time, I hope it lasts. What? What kind of shit is this, Raven? It's not what you be saying when I be scissoring your ass, and now you up here talking like you don't even know me. You mean oh, strangers? Lord.
7: How do you figure out who you are when you're in an industry where you're constantly being platformed and the rest of the world makes their conclusions based on the platform? How how do you figure that out? Therapy. Therapy.
0: I wanted to embrace the quietness in my head that said, you know what, go ahead and date that person if you want to without everyone saying this is going to be bad for business. I mean, it's a it's a constant struggle of being quiet in the head and learning what that little voice inside of you is trying to push you towards and listening to the universe and the signs that come your way. It's
7: being- like that Sinead O'Connor song that says there's a healing room inside you where you can go and spirit guides you and where the answers are, really. Yeah. Inside. It's, it's a healing room for yourself.
1: Okay. Yeah, um, so after reading the headline of this, because I'm not even gonna give people credit and say they actually listened to the interview. No, she didn't. Uh, motherfuckers got mad as shit, Karen. Mm-hmm. Like Twitter was on fucking fire, which you know, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll talk about that later. Um, but Twitter was on fire with people just like going in on her, accusing her of being the new black because you know, Pharrell basically kind of said, "I'm like a citizen of the earth. and I'm not trying to just be one thing." Um. And now anybody that kind of says that or says I don't want to be labeled as just an African-American or whatever, they get hit with the, oh, you, so you think you better than us type of idea. And I feel like people go in on them and judge them and, like, create this entire, like, narrative where they hate black people and all this shit. Mm-hmm. With with very little evidence, if none. Right. Like, now I'm not saying this statement can't lead to somebody like uh like that but i but i really don't feel like she said anything bad about black people Mm -hmm. and i don't feel like us being black means we own a celebrity right she there's black people that just fucking live up the street for you to believe this dumb shit you know what i mean like if she believes she don't want to have labels in her own mind when thinking about herself what's the problem you know and i actually asked like on twitter like is are gay people mad at her too? And gay people hate me. Yes, we're mad at her too. Who gets to decide how gay she is? Nice. I thought that, you know, that was one of the problems with that community was that people are trying to always label motherfuckers. Oh, you're trans, oh you're lesbian, oh you're mm-hmm. gay, oh you're uh you're you're bisexual. Yeah, oh you're, call you call know. me
2: a he, call me a she, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. I thought that was
1: always a problem in the community was that people were always labeling People like, what is that kind of person you get to be? Be
2: Right. You know, instead of letting you define your own self-worth or who you are.
1: And in her, in her commentary, it sounds like she's not just into women from what she said. Right. I was into everything, boys and girls. Like sounds like she's saying like, you know, it's, it's more than that. And I don't want to say I'm sapiosexual, bisexual whatever i just want to say i'm a person that is falls in love with other people the end and people got mad at her man and i think the root of this shit all comes from celebrity worship Mm -hmm. people worship these fucking celebrities and it's a sickness inside of us true you know what i mean like it's an insecurity inside of us because hey i bought your album i watched i watched your tv shows You need to agree and think just like I want you to think.
2: That's not realistic.
1: You know, you're not allowed to step outside of the box I painted for you because you get, that's all you are. To me. Yeah. You know, even like the denial of her saying like, look, I don't want to just be labeled African-American. I'm not from Africa. I don't know where I'm from, blah, blah, blah. Unless... You can kind of prove or show where this is just her according to uh the, the kind of white people that love when black people do that. Because there is a certain demographic of white people that love black people that go, oh, I'm going to deny my race. You know what I mean? But unless that's what you can prove, like, I think you can prove it with certain people. Like, there's Republicans that do that shit. There's, you know what I mean, where it's a black Republican. It's like, you know, I'm above the idea of race. Why do we even got to think about that? Am I right, white people? Can you give me some money, please? you know what i mean there are some people that do it but Mm -hmm. in this in this interview in this clip of this interview i didn't get that feeling from her where
3: Mm,
1: she's she's going well this is now this thing that i'm on to get to make the next big way you know if anything i think um the people that stand to benefit from this are oprah and oprah network Mm -hmm. because to me engagement even with these people being angry and running to Twitter, is a bigger measurement of impact than agreeing or disagreeing. The, even if you disagree, but you go on Twitter and you spread the word, people good, need to go watch this show. Yeah, That's what it. happens. I, I haven't watched any Ayala shit since that Ferguson shit. Me I look at my timeline every Saturday. It's blowing up. Motherfuckers watching Ayala. It worked. It worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People were ready to write her off. She needed a hit. She took that picture, put it on the timeline. Look at this police chief holding oh, hands this black man and me, y'all. Let's go back to watching y'all every week. Mm-hmm. And she won.
2: Yes, yeah, she did.
1: You know what I mean? So I'm sure that you know Oprah's gonna win off of this. People are gonna go watch this, start watching her Wear That Now series for sure. But um, yeah, it just feels kind of funny that people um are so um. I don't know, they feel such ownership over these people. They do. You know? And I, and the thing is, I've never been a person that celebrity worship. When I was a kid, I didn't Me do either. it. You know, I know people that like, uh, you know, someone was like, hey, well, who did you look up to even when you were a teen? Michael Jordan soldier. So. I looked up to my father. I looked up to my mom. I looked up for the people in my life that gave a fuck. Michael Jordan ain't never go to none of my games. True. You know what I mean? My, michael jordan ain't never bought me a textbook he never take me to the comic book store on my birthday you know like there's a sickness inside of humanity that worships these celebrities and that's the reason you set yourself up to fail because they're just human and they are it is impossible for them they're not elected officials they don't do polls before they give an opinion Mm -mm. it is impossible for them to live up to these standards And if you really want to save these kids if you really want to change society then teach your children not to look up to these motherfuckers because they're just people like you right you know i know people that are let down routinely by their own fucking parents
2: Ain't that the truth and family members and loved ones
1: and you want a person that you've never met that doesn't know you from adam to somehow have the right opinion on the time to somehow be beholden to in, in this like policing especially of black celebrities where black celebrities don't get to have our opinions that don't fit into the norm like Whatever they want to do, like, you. oh, your, your opinion is outside of this box? Well, fuck you, motherfucker, you fucking race trader, sell out, motherfucker. I, I'm not even saying there aren't people like that, but someone saying this shit is not
2: that to me. I don't get it from that either.
1: You know, I think people are so hyperbolic now because they want to be angry. They wake up and they need a reason to be angry. They need yes. a reason to get attention off of retweets and Facebook likes and yes. blog posts and, and, and all this shit, you know, think pieces. They need that in their life, so it's like fuck this bitch. She don't get to say that shit. I didn't like you. We used to like you. Look at you. We used to respect you. It's like she's just a fucking celebrity, man.
2: And to me, in my first opinion, you sound fucking insane. You 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 just sound crazy to me. It's ear is is anybody with a logical common sense going? Okay, y'all motherfuckers are just insane. That y'all spend so much time and so much effort into this the amount of time and effort that you spend fussing and arguing and going back and forth you know what you could have did went and helped one of these children you know what you could have did volunteered your time that's what you could have done you know what's crazy though it's not like she's
1: um it like we all know raven simone is black so it's not even something where you need to be mad at her Mm -mm. She can live in this world where she thinks whatever the fuck she wants in her brain. She was asked a question in an interview and she gave an honest answer. If that's what she wants to fucking think, she has the right to fucking think that. I don't have a problem with it. You want to judge her for that? Cool, but I'm going to judge you for judging her because I think it's a bit presumptuous. You know what I mean? If she like, Because what a lot of people don't want to talk about, man, and this kind of goes back to that uh, Chris Rock niggers versus black people thing. Mm -hmm. The real crux of that of that bit and the reason he had to stop doing it because people were misstating the bit they really think it's just about classism it's just poor black people versus black people with some money you know it is poor black people are the worst right guys poor black people they're not our real brothers and family they they're the worst they just dragging us down they oh, get rid of the niggas they really are the the racism that black that white people say about black people they really do represent that that and that's really destructive and so many black people readily adopt that they spout that shit and they laugh it up and they clap it up and they love that bit and i think it's one of the most disgusting bits as as much as it's funny it also has a disgusting undertone especially how it was taken you know what i mean because it turned into classism it turned into respectability politics it turned into us downing ourselves for the approval of white people the real crux of that bit isn't that chris rock is saying black people and black people without money or poor upbringings are uh different. The real crux of that bit is white people see them as the same. Right. That's the crux of that bit. That's the real true humor in that, is that white people see it as the same. And in that bit, he is playing the part of the person going, I just want white people to be able to tell the fucking difference. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you don't got to put the gun on me. You know what I mean? You don't got to pull me over. You don't got like, I'm doing my fucking best. Recognize the humanity within me as a black person. Not every black person. We're not a monolith. mm You know? And people will spout that we're not a monolith thing until a black person says something they don't like. Right. And then all of a sudden they want them to step in line. You know? And I think that's not really true. You know? Like, I think people talk a good game, but they don't really believe it. Oh, black people aren't a monolith. Yeah, well, raven Simone said, uh, you know, she will not want to be labeled as gay. And she also just wants to be an American. She doesn't want to be considered just an African-American. She, she she calls herself just an American and a human who loves humans. Oh, fuck that bitch, man. She need to fucking recognize that she a black woman and understand. that. Like, and, and I think that's the insecurity inside of us because what people heard and what she said are two different things. Mm-hmm. What she said was, personally, in my brain, I'm just an American. Let me tell you something. Come out of the closet right now. So am I. So are you. In your brain, you just want to be you. The bullshit that we have to put up with, the labels that we have to put up with, a lot of these shits
2: are restricted Yes, it is. You
1: know what I mean? Like if it was up to fucking the, all of us, we would drive to the store and back and we would be fine because we don't want to be viewed as a fucking threat. We're just a human being like the next motherfucker in a car. That is doing the same speed that we're doing, and somehow able to get back and forth and do their fucking business like everybody else that isn't black. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if if that if that like I can understand that sentiment. I can too. I'm not saying I necessarily would say that shit, but I understand no. the sentiment.
2: Yes, because most people, uh, period, want to be looked at as an individual, and, and and to me that's what I got. I just want to be looked at as an individual regardless of my color or any of that. I just want you to look at me as Raven. Mm-hmm. And once you start saying look at me as me, people go, "No, no, 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 you got to have the label black smacked on you. You right. you 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 got to accept this because this is what society has told you that you must accept. But at the same time, a lot of times these same things that we hold so near and dear to our heart has prevented us from doing the things that we we should be doing in our lives because we put these labels on ourselves. Mhm. Yeah, like like I
1: said, man, I think people run with this shit because they, they, they're on Twitter, they're reading headlines, they're getting upset. Um, You know, when I saw gay people get mad, I was just like, wow, I can't even believe that shit. Like, since when did, did we get to tell somebody they're gay? You don't know, or, or what kind of gay they must be or right. what kind of like, how to define it. If she's a sapiosexual, does she got to say it? You know what I mean? If does she gotta come out? If she's bisexual, does she gotta come out and say it? She can't just personally have that. Like she even said, like my p- folks are like, don't share too much personal information. I see why. Mm-hmm. Cause you're gonna get judged for it. Why? Because you act a little bit better than someone else acted and you made a little more money than someone else made and people have decided that that means they fucking own you. You know, it, it's fucking disgusting really, man. And I think it's our own insecurity because What people heard when she said that wasn't an acceptance of herself. It wasn't her letting go of labels and judging of herself. What they heard was she don't want to be one of us.
2: Right. She want to separate herself from the group.
1: She rejected us. She rejected black people. She rejected blackness. So therefore, she must be taking a task. You know, so I I just found it kind of hypocritical in a way. You know, because too often the things that we talk about, like, you know, the problem with the Mike Brown shit in Ferguson, the real problem is that it's not seen as an American problem. Yep. I wish it was. I wish Mike Brown was seen as an American. You know what I mean? I wish Mike Brown was seen the way that I see him. Cause I don't just see him as a black person, but I don't just see Mike Brown and Ferguson as a black problem. I don't see police brutality as a black issue. I see this as an American issue. And if you have any ounce of humanity inside of you, you should care about it. You know, the same way that the people in the crowd with their out of tune singing and not well rehearsed, you know, stuff at the, at the symphony with all kinds of different races and colors, they didn't. They weren't there to sing like, okay, only the black people sing about Mike Brown. Mm-mm. That's what I'm talking about. It's an American problem. Some people understand that, and some people are with us, and some people aren't. And I feel like the Raven shit is just the same shit, man. It's just the same shit, except it's black people doing it to ourselves now. You know, like if fucking um, Tiger Woods wants to be considered cobbling Asian, fuck it. Right. Call, call it. yourself whatever the fuck you want, man. Right. I'm not here to disturb your fucking good time. Mm -hmm. I'm still call you black because you look black to me. And so are white people. And so is the rest of the fucking world. But in your brain, I don't get to police that. No, I don't. So if you just want to see yourself as a human, good. Good for you, man. I want to just see myself as a human. Good for me. No one gets to tell me what the fuck to think about myself. All right? Like, I can see... Honestly, I can see the outrage if she would have explained it as like, well, there's a lot of negativity with
2: black stuff. And,
1: you know, I'm not like these other black people, to be oh, honest. Yeah. I don't I'm not on welfare. Or not. then I'll be like, OK, there you go. That bitch is racist. Fuck her.
2: Right. But she never said that.
1: She didn't say that. Just hyperactive because she's a fucking celebrity. A status that you decided to deify. I don't deify that shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody's better than me just because they famous. They right. better than me. You come in my house, you sit on the chair like everybody else sit on the chair, dog. You eat from the same fridge like everybody else eats the same fridge. If it ain't good for you, good enough for you, you can get the fuck out. No one's better than you. No one's better than me. I'm not better than you. The reason we can do this show is because I have decided my opinion is not that much better than anybody else's. Ain't that the truth. You know what I mean? It's not. It's the same shit. You can hear this on the fucking, go to the basketball court at the Y, you get the same fucking show. Me and Justin talking shit. It's not that fucking spectacular, man. It's really not. It's just one opinion, you know. If you disagree with me, you just disagree with me. Guess what? We're just two motherfuckers that disagree. It'll go away in a week. It'll go away in twenty four hours. Something else will make you outraged.
2: Yeah, if you're on that outrage train, and I do agree with you. I do think that for a lot of people, they just permanently mad. I I can't do that. I. I just don't give a fuck that much about all the issues and problems and shit that's happening. It's a lot of shit that goes on around and I can't be on 10 all the time. You draw yourself insane.
1: They feel rejected. That's what this is really is. And if you start talking about that part, nobody wants to discuss that shit with you. True. When I asked them, I asked like people were people were in my mentions for questions I never asked, Karen. Opinions I was never fielding, right? But the first time I really did ask an open-ended question to my timeline, I didn't get shit. All right, I asked my timeline, I was like, so what is it inside of us as black people that makes us feel ownership of celebrities? Right. Like why do we need to own them? Why do they need to act and behave a certain way in order for us to, like what is it in us that is missing that makes us look at a celebrity and go, Tiger Woods needs to always has the same the, sa- the certain opinion. Michael Jordan needs to always have a certain opinion. So and so needs to always have a certain opinion, or they somehow lose their status amongst us. What is it? Like I just want to know what it is. Because when Gwyneth Paltrow says conscience uncoupling, white people don't be like she ain't white no more.
2: No, she. You know what I mean? At the-, <laughs> the group. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're like, how dare you
1: say that? Yeah, like, what is it in us, you know, that we can't allow a black person who's not saying anything disparaging about black people, by the Mm way? Like I said, I would be with people if I, because I was all the outrage and I wouldn't, like, listen to the clip, and I was like, that was it? I was expecting at some point for her to be like, look, I'm not out here having three, four kids by five different men. Ah! I'm not out here getting fat. I'm not, like, I expected her to say a bunch of shit where I'm like, okay. So she just went out the deep end and was on some racist shit. And sometimes you got to reel a motherfucker in. Stacey Dash did this. Mm-hmm. Stacey Dash rode engagement into a fucking occupation, man. She went on Twitter and troll, troll, troll black people with the Republicans are better. Black people were fucking up. Why yes. can't black people understand?
2: And got a job. job. Got a job. Yes, she did.
1: That is reprehensible to me. Someone saying like, look, I don't like labels. You can be black and not like labels. It's okay, guys. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. A lot of white people don't like labels, and it's fine. Mm. A lot of white people walk around saying all kinds of crazy shit. You know what I mean? They don't get kicked out the group. Angelina Jolie gets to date Billy Bob Thornton and tell you she don't like labels and keep a vial a of blood on her fucking thing. And you know what? She's an ambassador for the u fucking in. Why? Because ah! it's okay. Yeah, it is. Stop policing ourselves. God damn. Can't even give a chance for the white man to do it sometime. <laughs> Good grief. So angry. And I'll shout out to the people that go, I'm just because I'm saying something, I'm angry. Okay, maybe you're not angry. Maybe that's the wrong word. You're engaged. You're very engaged about the topic. You're tweeting about it. You're talking about it. We're all doing it. We're engaged. Can we at least admit that there's some level of emotional
2: commitment to these topics? Yes, it is. If you're going to go on for two, three, four, five hours, yeah. there's some emotions behind all them tweets. You don't tweet. For that long about bullshit, yeah, what well, when did it become a
1: taboo to be emotionally engaged about something? It's okay, guys, I'm emotionally engaged talking about it. It's fine, it's fine, doesn't mean you're gonna not go to work or you're gonna beat your kids? just it's fine, you're emotionally you, engaged you, I hope not, maybe you even got a little upset with it, you know, but it, you know as long as your kids are American, yeah, so good for her, man. I don't give a fuck, and nobody I knows the, I mean she's on where are they now? When's the last time you cared about raven Simone? You mad?
2: Right. So where are they
1: now, dog?
2: Right. And she's still making money doing plays and shit like that, but nobody ever talks about that.
1: Yeah. She's also... Her celebrity crush is Janet Jackson. Oh, I'm so mad! Janet Jackson, you motherfucker. Oh! You can't pick Janet Jackson. Oh. You gotta have the same opinion I have. Only correct answer... Serena Williams, you son of a bitch!
3: Ah. You betrayed me,
1: Raven. I'll never buy any more of whatever you sell that I never supported in the first place. Um. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's because we all have Twitter accounts now. We expect everybody to be an activist or something.
3: Apparently uh, so.
1: I don't know. I can see if she would have even been out like Mike Brown decided to, 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 to needed to get shot or some shit. Like, what are we doing, guys? Calm down. We'll be okay. Uh, anyway, um, zero for that. Fucking with black people. Oh, yeah. Zero. Um, <laughs> I feel like we just slipped you know, into I'm, this I'm segment. Not, I'm
2: not fucked
1: with. Yeah, so, uh, shout out to Oprah. That was a great interview, by the way. Sometimes I get, sometimes I don't like Oprah's interview style, cause sometimes she'll do a little too much, what about me? Yeah, that was perfect.
2: Whatever you went through, I've done that too.
1: Yeah, that's why she's the best in the business. What she just did right then, was she put that fish on that hook and let it catch set itself.
2: Right, and she was like, "Are you sure? You sure? You- okay, since we're going yeah, since we're gonna go down there, let's slow down." She's like, "You know
1: the tweets is watching, but uh, keep rolling, keep rolling." Ah, she looked at that cameraman like, keep rolling. Keep rolling. "Yeah, so uh, you ain't black or nothing, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> I know what clip we're using for the commercial. It won't be the one about when you met Bill Cosby, I'll tell you that much.
2: Sure won't. Uh,
1: so I guess we should do some more of these. Um. Just fucking with those black people. You're just fucking with those blacks. You're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right, guys, it's time for the game that you all know but you hate to play it fucking with black people. Where we play articles from around the globe, and we rate them from 0 to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants are still a whole lot of people, guys. Let's see who's up on today's docket. Rush Limbaugh. Obama wants Americans to get Ebola as payback for slavery. Mhm. He said it, Karen.
6: He found out our plan. They say it isn't. They say it's hard to get. Can't turn our backs on them. We are culpable, in his way of thinking. If it hadn't been for us, if it hadn't been for slavery, there might not be Ebola. Now he didn't say it in those words, but it's 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 inescapable that conclusion. My point to you, Cliff, and I know that there are going to be some people smirk at this. David Quammen was the guy's name, and he's a well-known Ebola expert and has written books uh, about it. And I'm telling you, there are oddballs. There are people in this country, do not doubt me on this, folks. There are people in this country who believe what this guy said, that this is ultimately traced back to us because of our slavery, and these poor people had to leave this country because it was so horrible here because of slavery, and they established Liberia. Sierra Leone, by the way, was established by British African Americans who fled slavery there. And if it hadn't been for that, they probably wouldn't have. So there's some people who think we kind of deserve a little bit of this. Make no mistake, that is leftist political correct thinking. It's always been a the danger. The danger we have now is that we've elected people in positions of power and authority who think this or, or or think like this, in terms of this country being responsible, this country being to blame for things. And is that kind of thinking which leads to opposition to shutting down airports from these various countries? It leads to opposition to keeping these people out of the country. How dare we? We can't turn our backs on them. They exist because of us. We can't we can't turn them away. Well, that means that anything that happens to anybody here because of that policy, we kind of deserve. And it's a perverted, convoluted way of thinking, and it's there. Political correctness has been around for a long time, and it's always been over there. It's always been fringe, but it isn't fringe anymore. Because we've elected people to think this way.
1: He is amazing. His ability to simply pull shit out of his ass live on the air and make up conspiracies is a ma- it's astounding
2: here. Why he don't believe none of the shit he's talking about. He just made that up. Right. He- on the fly. He- it's like he says
1: before every- after every commercial, watch me. Tie Obama to Ebola. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm about to do it, y'all.
2: I got something Ob- big for y'all boys today.
1: Here's the thing. Cause of slavery. Mm-hmm. Yep. They want you to know that. Listen to Russian Obama. Boom. Uh, I gotta get us a hundred, man. Anytime you bring up slavery, Ebola, and the president, I don't know how you don't get a hundred. Can what do you give us? Man?
2: Right. <laughs> that, 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 that's a three point combo. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's a way downtown, bang.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pick a number from zero to uh, thirty. Nine. Nine. Let's see. One, two, three, one, five, nine. Expelled black students, uh, parents sue, um, Ohio district, Cincinnati. Parents of four black students who alleged that children were expelled over rap music videos and targeted because of race sued a suburban school district in federal court on Tuesday charged with violations of constitutional rights including free speech. Attorney Robert Newman representing the parents said that the students were expelled from Colerain High School in Colerain Township, a 20-minute drive northwest of Cincinnati, for making rap videos off campus and that black students were unfairly targeted. The parents' lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court in Cincinnati against the northwest local school district, the Colerain Township Board of Trustees, and some police officers. A school district statement said the lawsuit includes inaccurate information. An attorney representing the township didn't immediately return a call seeking comment on Tuesday. School officials and police officers interrogated black students about their recent social media postings and affiliations with other black youths and showed them photos collected by school staff and police from social media websites. The lawyer said, I mean the lawsuit says, uh, the photos showed the students making various hand signs or participating in rap music videos. Based on these images, school administrators accused more than a dozen African-American students of making street signs and belonging to a gang. Newman said the white students involved in similar conduct weren't disciplined. This case is about racial stereotyping. The District Attorney John Concanon said 14 students were suspended and recommended for expulsion on April 10th, primarily for threats made at school and in social media against students or staff. He said black and white students were disciplined and all were welcome back to the school. Newman said one student transferred to another school. Kunkanon said disciplinary actions weren't gang-related or about rap videos. This is about reasonable school rules that were violated in a serious way. Kunkanon didn't specify which rules were violated, but the district statement and the violations were severely interfering with the school operation and threatening the safety of some students. The lawsuit wants expulsions, Expunged from the student's records and unspecified punitive and compensatory, compens- compensatory damages. Guess the rate. I mean, what do you <laughs> rate? Ah! What do you rate at 0 to 100? Right. <laughs> My bad. Ah. Oh. This
2: is a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause like,
1: you only have the one side from right. the, the lawsuit and the other people's side is basically like, we didn't do it because of their race, um now I do believe the people that say nothing happened to the white kids that did the same shit. Mm-hmm. So that right there immediately like makes it racist to me. Yeah, it
2: makes it, you at least get a 50 for that.
1: Yeah, um I think I'm gonna have to go with 75 for me, uh. That
2: sound about- I right. feel about
1: 75 fuck with.
2: Yeah, not, not 100, not quite 100.
1: Speaking of celebrities and their opinions, Karen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, last fucking with black people story. Lil Boosie.
4: Yo,
1: Lil Boosie. Lil Boosie. Uh, people may know him from his stint. In All prison. these little folks. When these little folks gonna grow up? Yeah, when is he just gonna become Boosie?
3: Right.
2: You
1: know? Lil Boosie, badass, some people might know him. Uh, you may know him for his hit song, uh, Devils. Or Show the World, featuring Kiera. Uh, here's Devils, I'll play that.
6: Yes. When drives, I'm getting low, wish I could go down there. But the fucking narcotics say I got death on me,
1: niggas. They try to rev on me. But it's motivation. I'ma keep getting money. Gone soldier hating. The judge looked at me and said, How you doing, Boosie? He called me by my nickname, but you think I'm stupid,
3: bitch. You want to railroad a nigga and lose me in the system. But like T-Murder and Mac, I refuse to be a victim.
1: So that's Lil Boosie, yeah.
2: can I can truly say, I know Lil Boosie is ratchet. I know that much. But I can truly say that's the first time I've really heard any of Lil music ever, 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 ever.
1: Well, he uh, did an interview where he said he feels like black people are the worst race in the world and we feel disrespected um he says i feel like african americans is the worst race in the world because first of all we kill each other black people always talk about this racist stuff the white man ain't watching waiting in the buses with a chopper the white man ain't trying to take the rims off your car the white man ain't we doing this to each other so can we say f the white man he ain't doing nothing but when we get in trouble he doing his job guilty he ain't doing nothing wrong
2: what
1: about black on black Clown You mm-hmm. went on to say that black folks need to take back their communities from the Arabs. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's quite racist.
1: Yep. Um. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um. Okay, I guess a little Bootsy. Um. You know, you did just get out of jail so maybe he like learned a lot in jail and you know maybe he was talking in the interview like you know it's a hypocritical system that would make sure that we have the ability to constipate excuse me congregate my malaria. like i don't know maybe that's what it was um but uh yeah man now see to me this is worse than some shit that raven simone said but
2: right you do nobody
1: to, expects anything a little boozy yeah
2: you don't get the same outrage because that nigga ignorant and they just keep pushing
1: yeah you know i feel like if it was like raven simone saying this shit i'd be like man fuck raven simone but like to me you know what to me what bothers me more than the the new black people that are just kind of like trying to escape the judgment of whatever um stereotypes and shit persist in the world that they live in it's the people that actually are like no i'm black but i'm the correct type of black like black republicans do this shit mm-hmm. don Lemon kind of does this shit where it's like i'm a black person but i'm the right kind of black you know kanye west does that shit to a certain extent where it's like wow why, why can't i i made enough money why the fuck y'all can't let me design your fashions Right, like yeah you're not really pro-black or no type of activist nigga it's just for you what right what, what works for you? you that's the end of your conscious thought it, it stops with what the fuck
2: about Kanye West right not about the people as a whole
1: yeah that kind of shit would bother me way more than a fucking mm-hmm. somebody just like look man I don't label myself that's some shit y'all do okay like, I I fucking believe, when I talk to myself, I talk to Raven Simone, not fucking Raven the black girl, Raven the gay girl, Raven, I just say Raven Simone, the human being, the American. I understand that way more than the people that's like, you know, black people always blaming the man, but the man ain't doing nothing to you, it's the fact that you killing people. No, nigga, you killing people. You mean, it's like I want to talk to him like, half-baked, the drugs that you sell? Right. Me I me mean, I mean, God damn it little boosie 100, man. Oh
2: yeah
1: Oh man this little nigga got me mad little goosey got me buddy Good job What's that name? Yeah little goosey took He's
2: him
1: seriously ain't that with
2: a baby well <laughs> Booties Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway Now that
2: it's time for some guest of the race
1: That's right, it is guest of the race time now then, it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. Let's get to the phrase. Um, here's one. The AP reports a man suspected of carrying out a deadly shooting of a police officer. Um, wait, what is this like? Uh, oh, yeah, ABC News report. Alright, let me see if I can put on the actual news report. Sometimes I hate Gawker. They make you the other Gawker articles. Alright, the suspect in the shooting of two Pennsylvania state troopers is a sharpshooting survivalist who specifically targeted cops and who and was out for mass murder. He's a skilled shooter who doesn't miss. His father, a retired U.S. Army major, told police. The father also told police that he was missing two weapons, a .308 rifle with a scope and an AK-47.
2: That's a call you don't want to get when the old man But like, look, I got two missing guns and my son don't miss. Now, I ain't trying to say he did it. Y'all better go look for his ass. Yeah, my son is Liam Mason. Right. Sorry, guys, but I put him out into the world. After that massive
7: manhunt for the gunmen who ambushed state troopers at a police barracks in Pennsylvania, killing one, wounding another, police identified the suspect as 31-year-old Eric Matthew Frane, an armed survivalist who they say was planning on committing mass murder. ABC's Lindsey Davis is here. Has those details for us. Good morning, Lindsey.
5: Good morning, Robin. The fear is at such a heightened level in Pennsylvania this morning that all schools in the Pocono Mountain School District are closed today. There are safety concerns for students standing at bus stops with an armed and dangerous gunman still on the loose. This morning, police finally putting
1: a. Okay. Got to for a little bit. You know how it is, guys. Slowing up, just taking his time.
5: Name and face Amen. to the elusive suspect in a now days-long manhunt, 31-year-old Eric Matthew Freen wanted for killing a cop, and police fear it could get worse.
6: He has made statements about uh, wanting to kill law enforcement officers and also uh, to commit mass acts of murder.
5: Police say the Pennsylvania man is responsible for a brazen attack Friday night right in front of state police barracks, firing four shots in 90 seconds, killing 38-year-old Corporal Brian Dixon, a husband and father of two, and seriously injuring 31-year-old trooper Alex Douglas.
6: We're now in a position to, uh, to apprehend this individual.
5: Officials say they were tipped off by a local resident walking his dog who saw a partially submerged vehicle in the woods near the barracks. That jeep registered to Freen's father. Inside, police say they found Freen's ID, military gear, camouflage face paint, various information concerning foreign embassies, empty rifle cases, and shell casings matching evidence found at the scene.
6: This was not uh, something he kept
5: quiet. Police say he has a grievance against state police as survival is training and could be anywhere. They say Freen's father, a retired U.S. Army major, told them two of his guns were missing from his home, one of them a rifle with a scope and another an AK-47. He also told police that he trained his son to shoot so well that he, quote, doesn't miss. Police say what surprises them most is that for years, Freem told people that, about his plan to kill law enforcement officers, and no one ever bothered to report at Corporal Dixon's funeral scheduled for tomorrow morning. Oh, so tragic. All right, Lizzie, thank All right, guys. You know that's
1: what? The race. I'm
2: going
1: to a cop. <laughs> oh, you're such a kidder.
2: No, I, I, I really am. I told, I've i been telling y'all this for two years. I've been mapping and planning it out in the house. I got some guns to shoot and shit I'm steal from my daddy.
1: Whatever, buddy. Whatever. Um, guess the race. He still haven't been caught. Impossible white man. White says don't ask no questions. Hills have eyes. White says the Casey Stork. Unabomber says doc- Dr. Dostax. One who smells like werewolf musk and old comforters when wet. White. Oh my. Uh, that was from future supervillain. The correct answer is, and white says Spacey. The correct answer is white. You know what I find amazing about that story? Uh, we're always the ones that cops end up killing, but the ones right. who end up killing cops is always some crazy-ass white dude. Right? Like, yeah,
2: they're going to bring him in.
1: Black people are the most dangerous motherfuckers on the planet. Hey, so who's killing all the cops? Uh White dudes with guns? Oh, well, isn't right, that crazy? Right, because we know better. Yeah. Uh, authorities say a Hurley woman burglarized E-A- ECHS students' cars claiming she was looking for ISIS members. Hurley, Mississippi. <laughs> ISIS? You I, in?
7: Maybe ISIS, Isis made it all the way
1: up here. Maybe ISIS is in the change uh, the ashtray with all these quarters. I don't know. ISIS behind the radio. I better take this radio out.
2: Everything is ISIS.
1: Jackson County authorities say forty a forty one year old Hurley woman who was caught stealing from East Central High School students' vehicles, claims she was looking for members of the terrorist group ISIS. Lisa Carol Roche is charged with commercial burglary after an attempt uh, after. I mean, of an automobile after authorities say she was caught stealing sunglasses and other personal items from vehicles parked at her children's school. Oh, these, these them terrorist sunglasses. Ah! I ISIS, ISIS won't be able to do terrorism with the sun getting in their eyes. ISIS need these sunglasses so they could be cool as ice. She told authorities she was looking for members of the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. <laughs> the terrorist group that has made international headlines recently after several gruesome beheadings. Oh. i the media for this shit. You know crazy people watch the media every day like, oh, Right. Look at this shit. ISIS is going to kill us with the Ebola.
2: Right? Is that ISIS at my bus stop? <laughs>
1: what? Roche has been previously arrested for misdemeanor careless driving, felony embezzlement, felony burglary. Jesus. She remained at the Jackson County Adult Detention Center on Friday. Uh, if convicted, she can face up to five years of prison and a $10,000 fine. Authority said, gets the race of Lisa Carol Roche. ISIS Hunter. In your car. By your change. And your stereos. <laughs> it might also be on your iPad if you left that in there. Mm-hmm. Gouda Girl. Carrie from Homeland.
3: Aww.
1: White woman staking out every schoolhouse, doghouse, and outhouse, but first at Circle K. That was crazy. Honey boo boo's mama white. Laura Croft ice is rated white. White says Mitchell and white says Alan. Uh, trying to get the lead in dangerous minds to white. Ha! <laughs> the only ice her ass is looking for is a fat chick that be dancing on YouTube. White. The Aww. correct answer is white. <laughs> oh man, let's go to the bonus round.
3: Double the points
1: and the race Double the points and the race That's right, it's the bonus round against the race Where everything's worth double the points, double the race So far, everybody seems to be two for two Let's see if we can keep this going
3: Alright, let's see here
1: Miami, Florida Oh and you get your life together. I heard you got snails from Africa. where well, they don't like labels, so just snails. But I heard they're coming over and they're carrying meningitis and they're giants. Have you heard about this, Karen?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Only in Florida, Karen. That's what I'm saying. Um, after nearly a year of eluding police, a woman wanted for defrauding Victoria's Secret of thousands of dollars is now in custody. Nathalia Hooks, 39, turned herself into police Friday morning. She's been charged with retail theft, organized fraud, and money laundering unlawful proceeds. Investigators said Hooks would steal from the lingerie stores, return the items, and pocket the refund. You can have returned lingerie? Ew. Mm-mm, that's
2: been on your ass.
1: Ew. She reportedly came to the uh, the attention of the Lobs Prevention Fraud Investigators at Victoria's Secret last January after multiple returns to her debit card were found. Total loss, about
2: $53,000. Got God my, a lot of places have, like, limits. Like, once she reached a certain amount, it was like, um, no more refunds for you, doll. You got to keep this shit. Aventura
1: police say they first started looking for her after she was captured on surveillance tape shoplifting at the Sunglass Hunt in Aventura Mall. They circulated flyers with her images, and they heard from a number of police agencies. Aventura Police Department, Olga Burns, told CBS4's Peter D. D What? inch. Okay, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. It feels great to have her in custody. We have been working on cases involving her since last November. Authorities say Hooks victimized Victoria's Secret stores in Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, and Palm Beach Counties. And in some cases, as far north as Orlando, police said she she found one store. She just like I like Victoria's Secret retirement policy. Right. Police said she'd been pulling a scam since last year. Police agencies in Bow Harbor and Palm Beach will have shoplifting charges against her. Surveillance tape from one Victoria's Secret store reportedly show her using a screwdriver to remove anti-theft sensors from clothing that police said she would steal and then turn in for credit on her debit card. Wow. She turned herself in after learning there was a warrant out for her arrest during her bond court hearing. Did Co- she come in in the lingerie?
3: I should sure, I let these titties out.
1: Hooks did not speak to the prosecutor. Uh, I mean, but the prosecutor told the judge she pulled her fraudulent return scam at least 255 times over 18 months at 37 stores.
2: Woo. <laughs> hey, you on the Victoria's Secret. Don't bring your ass in here no more list. We have a strong case against her we have
1: surveillance tape of her from some thirty stores, says Sharon Brugman or Brugerman, an assistant statewide prosecutor. Brugerman also told the judge in Bond Court that Hooks had a history of arrest for petty theft and grand theft and larceny from ninety three to ninety four. She said Hooks was also arrested in ninety six for carrying a concealed weapon. In court Hooks was represented by assistant public by assistant public defender who said Hooks had lived in Miami. For some time, it had ties to community, but the judge refused to lower her bond of two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Wow, this is more than she stole. Guess the race of Mrs. Nathalia Hooks. See the chat room, Nathalia, more like Nastilia White. Oh Lord, Winona Ryder, Black. One who takes selfies in dressing room before buying outfits. Taking Olive Garden, is fine dining and returns her meals after eating ninety percent of them. I'm assuming that's black. I don't know what little it's getting at there. It's hard out there for Negress, especially when you're hooking on in stolen pennies. Black Ebola spreading ah! Black Ebola spreading monkey rat. Oh my. Stealing items and taking them back for full value black. Uh real housewives of Miami. White. The black and blues bottom chick and the I got the hook up boom cone. Black Florida. Oh. Stick. Sticky finger having negress. You was kind, you was smart, you was a damn thief black. <laughs> That's Tanya Lynette. That. Uh, Newport aficionado, um and the correct answer is... <laughs> Newport aficionado? Oh, why did that get me? Anyway, the correct answer is black. <laughs> she was black. <laughs> Couple people missed it. the picture of the woman who did the crime before this, and i trying to find a picture of this lady.
2: Oh my gosh. Okay. She all the way tattooed. Oh, put down the neck I'm confused.
1: Yeah, now that was the lady who was going in people's cars. Remember her? The ISIS lady? Oh. That's ISIS is was. everywhere? Yeah, that was that lady.
2: ISIS in the T. ISIS is everywhere.
1: Yeah, now the uh Victoria Secret the um that's, that's this black lady I'm about to put in here. I can't, man, I can't find, where's her picture? I Do found it on one... It? Yeah, I found it on one thing, but it, I don't think that picture will work in here. Um, I think the link doesn't work. Um, oh, yeah. oh, it did work. Okay. All right. Well, here's a picture, y'all. This is what the lady who stole from Victoria's Secret looked like. That's a black ass lady. Mm-hmm. That is black as it gets. Um, Alright, man. Um, let's talk about sword ratchetness and uh get out of here. Right, hmm. Uh, um of course we had the blackout tips, Kind of hate the sword ratchetness. Mm-hmm.
2: That's right. That's what it sound like. Is that ISIS? <laughs>
1: A uh, Queens man was stabbed twice by samurai sword-wielding stepson, cops say. Oh. A 66-year-old man was stabbed twice by a samurai sword-swinging stepson. Try saying that three times fast. Who was also injured in the clash in Queens Wednesday night, a police source said. The stepson, 23, stabbed his stepfather in the chest and in the hand with Japanese steel. In Far Rockaway, after a domestic dispute got out of control around 10.40 p.m. Cops say the older man also slashed or stabbed his stepson in the arm. It was not immediately clear what the dispute was about or who attacked first. Both victims were taken to Jamaica Hospital in stable condition and both were later arrested, officials said. Now, why I get stabbed with a son, with a sword by my son, how do I get arrested? Right. It's just goddamn sad. They never take it seriously. Another sword wielded man attacked a car at a gas station. That's not even a what did the car do to you? Right. A soul would a man attacked a woman's car at the Woodruff gas station overnight. Deputy said it happened just before midnight Wednesday
2: at the Little Cricket. Oh, Lord. Just <coughs> yep. the one we passed the other day when we was down in Charleston.
1: Yeah, you know, ain't nothing good happening at Little Cricket. Right. That could be like rapping with Lil Boosie and Weebie.
2: <laughs> They're all in the same area.
1: A woman told investigator that she was get, getting gas when another vehicle pulled up behind her car and a man got out with a sword, stealing his sheath. The man swung the sword at the victim, striking her car in the rear driver's side door. The report said two pieces of the sheep broke off and remained at the scene. He was being charged with malicious damage to personal property, according to the report. The incident also, was also caught on store cameras, Deputy said. Oh, not
2: attempted murder? Yeah, exactly. Why not attempted murder? He tried to kill her. Oh, right, and hit the car. And I was like, fuck it, he missed you, no charges, but the car, we gonna charge him for that shit.
1: Oh my goodness. Anyway, tweaked audio guys, code TBDWT, make sure you guys do all that, get your 33% off, get your free shipping, and get your, uh, lifetime guarantee. Mm-hmm. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, probably with Justin at five. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks for everybody that supports us. Oh, fuck! Audacity stopped recording with 37 minutes can. I don't know what I'm gonna do about this. Alright, we'll figure it out. Live yep. people, y'all got a show. You're welcome. Everybody else, we'll see what happens later. Right. Um, all right. Well until then, uh I love you. I love you too,
2: baby. Mwah. Mwah.